everybody today we're starting off today's show with an ad read so we can help keep making the show uh, today's show is sponsored by hang free hang free is a saddle hunting company that provides handmade hunter tested am steel accessories and saddles to its customers hang free is dedicated to providing the best quality products at the most affordable prices on the market all of which are shipped directly right to your front door Hang Free is currently selling on eBay and Etsy, and you can follow them for more info on their Instagram at hangfree.co, same as on their Facebook at hangfree.co, and you can follow them on YouTube for, uh, they have all their tutorials um, and promo setups showing off all the items and how they work. If you're a hunter, this is really awesome stuff. Um, so again, Instagram and Facebook, hangfree.co, uh, and YouTube, hangfreeco, all one word. Hang Free is running a giveaway and promotion during the month of April, so please make sure to check that out now on their socials. A website's coming soon. Stay up to date. And don't forget, Hang Free has everything you need. Hang Free is great. I know the owners. And if there's one thing I know about the owners of this, it's that they're killers. And they like to kill in style. They like to kill comfortably. And if there's one thing I know that these saddles are going to do, it's going to help you get that kill. You're going to stay confident, stay safe. You're going to stay still. And more importantly, you're going to stay comfy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of In Between Gods with Andy Liston. That is me. That's um, that coincidentally, I'm the same guy on that's on the show. Welcome back. We're doing a solo episode for episode 51. Um, we did episode 50, and then I took some time off because it's like, you know, we could just churn out all these podcasts and like force it every single week, make a bunch of content. That's always fun, but it's also like I also do at this point, you know, young in my 20s, I still want to live a life. Um, I still want to, you know, make professional, you know, networking opportunities, stuff like that. So I still, you know, I'm, I'm focusing on other areas, becoming a more well-rounded person. In comedy, you often get caught up in, in circles and this this comedy drama, and it, it is a bubble. Every Every social... Uh, group is is in some way an insulated bubble, and so I, I figured I might as well just get back to real life, uh, see how that's going for a little while. It's going good. I, I'm starting to work out and stuff, and that's fun, and uh, I'm taking my dog to the dog park. She's taking a bunch of shits. She's shitting all over the ground. I have bags in my fanny pack. I'm just walking around with a fanny pack. I'm like six foot three. I've lost about 15 pounds. Thank you very much for noticing. Um... But yeah, I've, I've lost some weight, but I'm still just a big two, 230, 225 pounds. Yeah, not to brag, not not trying to brag, but yeah, about 230, 225 right now. Um, and I'm just walking around with a fanny pack and a huge beard with a leash around my neck. And my dog runs off 
you know, into the forest in the woods, there's like little walking paths, but she's not usually near me because I can usually hear her collar jingle and stuff. Then I'll just whistle for her. But oftentimes I think, wow, I'm just a, a big scary dude with sunglasses and a hat on and I'm just whistling and other people's dogs will sometimes follow me. And guess what? That's their fault. People get mad at me. They'll be like, my dog followed you and your dog. My dog followed your dog into the woods. Well, guess what? Good for me, for my dogs being independent and my dog listens to me. Your dog obviously does not listen to you. Like, your dog isn't listening to you, and that's why... I mean, I've known your dog for all of 30 seconds. And here's my thing. With, With dog park etiquette, you don't touch another person's dog. So I acknowledge them. We just stay calm. Say hi. Hey, buddy. And then, you know, it's, uh, it's all good. And if they choose to follow me into the woods, I'll sometimes stop. I'll walk back a couple paces. I'll make it very well known that I'm communicating with my dog so as not to give the other dog the impression that I'm its owner should it be, like, blind or something. But if that in that case, if you're bringing your blind dog into the middle of some wooded trail, I mean, it's like you're trying to leave it, right? But still, these people, they're just like, oh, Amelia! 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 Amelia, come here, girl. Come here, girl. Amelia. And they're just screaming. I'm like, dude, Amelia is my dog now. I've known her for all of three minutes. And all she's doing is just smelling my dog's shit. And now she's walking half a mile with me. What? So something's wrong there. I guess I'm just trying to exemplify that I'm uh, now I've come back after the 50th episode. And I'm, I'm at fi- episode 51. I've returned a changed man. Um, and a wizard with dogs. And I would say that my track record is cleaner than Caesar Milan's because he's currently in litigation with Queen Latifah because one of his pit bulls fucking like killed her chihuahua. So yeah, me, one, Caesar Milan, negative one because, because of the dog died. Welcome back. Welcome back to the fucking show. You know, um, shit's going down still. Here's the thing. Is like when I take time off between shows, so much shit happens that there's a limited scope, um, you know, like that I can cover. But there's also a broad scope of everything terrible that you've ever imagined happening all at once, all at the same time. Shout out to that movie, Everything Everywhere All at Once. That's an amazing title for a movie. And no, I haven't seen it yet. But I will. I intend to see it soon. I feel the same level of... um, admirable ambivalence towards that movie that all of my periphery and most of my core friends feel about the show they say in between gods you know that's a great fucking name it is there's a doorbell and my dog just let life uh, just let the world play itself out just how it good yep That's life. This is some real... Yep. Okay. Well, there we... I'm just going to keep it planned. Because honestly, if you can... This is some... This is where the show is at. (laughs) But yeah, it's... I mean, like... I'm obviously not in the midst of all this terrible stuff. I've actually gotten way better at basketball since you last heard me. Not if while I'm on the bragging train... Um, I've just been bawling my friends up. Ian, our producer of the show, could not be here today on account of he was so embarrassed um, the last time that we played basketball against each other in which it was like a full court fives game and I just ruined him. 
I mean, all-star MVP type stuff. And it was one pickup game. And yes, I'm judging uh, my entire caliber as a basketball player and a world-class athlete, by the way, on the fact that I was able to, you know, score a couple points on my friends. But yeah, he's gone into such a reclusive state since the public bashing that he um, he admitted privately to uh, one of his sources that he has not seen the sun in three weeks. He has not gone outside. He hasn't. He can't open the curtain. If any sunlight get, he just starts to scream. Uh, he just starts to scream and yell. But yeah, I mean, not a bad game for me. You know, first of 15 straight up. And I had maybe like, I think I had five points, like four assists. I'm a great rebounder too. If there's one thing about me, it's, it's, I'm going to stop talking about basketball. Um, but yeah, I mean, I am just, you can obviously tell I'm trying to talk about different stuff. I feel like uh, when you do 50 episodes, you're like, okay, well, I've done 50 of them. I should probably, you know, look at what I've done, how I built this, and then reevaluate like what what I want this to be. And I don't want this to just be like a doomsday show all the time. Like I don't want to just I could be talking about Shang. Like literally, I'm like came in with the thought process. Oh, I don't want to talk about anything bad. The first thing on my list is Shanghai, which is, I mean, objectively, it's it's awful. And I didn't even write Ukraine on the paper. There's still like nine terrible things here where there's basically just genocide going on in the world but yeah so instead I'm just going to talk about how I've lost some weight recently my this is and and for those of you who are new to the show or don't know me in real life yes I have gone through uh, a weight loss journey and um you know this is my second time I went through my original weight loss journey when I got skinny for the first time, kept that up for a couple years. Then I really felt the imposter syndrome kick in and I was like, fuck it, give it all back. Um, you know, and now I'm big again and I'm getting smaller and this is really, and I made an Instagram page about it and, um, cause I take my dog to the dog park. I made another, I made an Instagram page, a weight loss Instagram page for my dog as well. And we're both just documenting our lives and we're fitness influencing and we're working out and we're doing puppy partner drills and workout we're paying this lady 350 bucks a week um so we can go to this this field you know and just run and run around and, and scream and bark and then and now that's my weight loss journey and also i'm i'm i've cut out grapefruit out of my diet completely so that's my diet now i tried doing the 75 hard thing and it was like, it's so broad. It's like, you got to work out twice a day, but uh, one of them has to be outside, but it's 45 minutes each. So I'm like, okay, I could just go to the dog park and walk around. And then I could just like play basketball with my friends, I guess. And then it's like, you got to read 10 pages of a, of a nonfiction book. And I'm like, I guess, okay, well, the Bible's out the window. Shit. Um, so now it's like, I can't even enjoy my favorite bed light reading. And then it's like, cut out all drinking. I don't even drink that much. So that's fine. I just love food. And then it's like, and you have to follow a diet of your choice. Give me a diet. Don't say, hey, you got to pick a diet now because it's like, I'll just pick the diet where it's like, hey, you got to cut, um, you got to cut dried apricots out of your diet. I'm like, you know what? I can do that. I'm on the, the NDA, the no dried apricots diet. Yeah. What do you want? I'm on the NDA. Is that a non-disclosure? You can't talk about it. No, I just can't eat dried apricots. Um, I'm on the not not dried apricot diet, actually, um, for me, and it's working, and it's helping me um, achieve my goals. And my goals really is just to have the fattest ass on Instagram. 
This is where I haven't done a solo episode in a while, so I don't know if anything's funny or not. Like, I can't tell. Like, I usually, that's why I love having a producer, because a producer produces shit, but it's like, also, look at me now, like, I can do this, and also probably considerably faster. I don't have to wait. Every time I hit up Ian, I'm like, 3.30, he's like, yeah, 3.35, he's like, all right, I'm on my way. I'm like, all right, okay. God damn it. And then he pulls up, finally, like, 15 minutes later, I'm like, all right, now that you're finally here, I guess we can watch three episodes of Sopranos, and then you know, try and turn on my computer, which is so old that it, it takes like, you know, half of a Bitcoin mine to, to fucking start up. And now we're here and then it's like, oh, our friends want to play basketball. Might as well. Or the game's on or something. So now it's it's just like, I it's, you know, I, a producer is here because it, it makes the job easier, but it's also like, I just know if it's funny. This could be the most unfunny thing I've ever done. And you know what? I would, it would personally, it would feel better for me because instead of just making jokes about like people, like people dying in Buka, which is fucking insane. Like I've done the Ukraine war. I feel like one, one to two podcast episodes per war. I don't like a war that lasts longer than a couple podcast episodes. Cause then it's like, we got to keep talking about, about the war. Fuck. That's where it, that's where it gets real. <laughs> like why can't wars this is where we've gotten to as like a people like why like why is this war lasting longer than like 4 weeks now I've got a whole I'm going into my fall you know my fall collection of podcasts soon maybe actually my summer I don't know where I'm at it's always hot in Florida I'm going into my summer selection my hot you know sizzling fireworks and hot dogs on the grill into into baby pool and in some empty beer cans that you threw in the bushes type stuff and there's still going to be a war and that's not fun if i got to do if i got to talk about the war when i'm trying to you know get a tan again it's so it's so much different without a producer here um elon musk just bought not 9.2% of twitter this guy, man, he just can't stop. He literally can't stop being in the news. He just wants people to keep talking. And here I fucking am addressing him for like my 35th episode of the podcast. Like, stop doing stuff, dude. We get it. You're rich. And then he's like, oh, I'm going to join the board. And we're all thinking, oh, that's crazy. That'll be some crazy changes. And then he's like, oh, I'm actually not joining the board. And then he deletes all of his tweets where he talks shit about Twitter. So you realize, oh, he's doing this to be cool. Oh, <laughs> all the Elon bros are like, oh, Elon just freaking owned the media censorship. He just bought Twitter. He's going to change so much stuff. And then he's like in one meeting with the CEO. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, so I'll make more money if I don't join the board and I just like stop talking shit. And it, OK, that's fine. And then everyone's like, oh, Elon so owned everybody. Elon freaking rules, dude. He's awesome fuck grind like it, it's 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 insane shit it's insane shit and the fact that i a person who vehemently hates this man has to keep up with his every move because now one of the the most used apps in the world that people get their entertainment information which probably they shouldn't be um unless they vet their sources like i am hello son of two journalists thank you very much 
Um, I do fall for some like some pet shelter ads though sometimes, but you know, like it's, you know, they get all their, their resources from there. Now this guy who is, uh, richer than everybody like i don't think can we break this down in object like in just objective reality terms the richest guy the guy with the most money the money the guy with the most money who has his hand in every pot who with one tweet can signal losses or gains in the billions based on a currency that's uh you know uh based on a fucking meme dog with with 140 characters he can do that he's like okay now i'm just gonna have okay what's the biggest um information sharing app or at least you know one of the biggest data transmission mission points um in the entire internet it's twitter because people can get their thoughts out so quickly and quietly you don't have to spend time making a long post unless you are someone that was born in the last 40 years, you're a millennial or Gen Z, and then you feel like every thought that you've ever had has to be a 36-tweet thread, and it's like, okay, no one's reading this, and also it's like, why am I still following you? Like, like we had one class in high school, and, like, I was nice to you. Like, why am I doing, like, why? And then you realize, oh, I'm doing this to myself. I don't, even I don't want to be here, and I'm still here. Because I'm thinking about this, what if I see this guy in the grocery store six months from now? Not gonna, it doesn't matter. None of it matters on a personal level unless you are the person with the most amount of money saying, hey, let me take the biggest piece of this pie. Um, you know, where it's just, it's just, I mean, it's just unreal. Give me fucking 10% of Twitter. Give me 10% of Twitter and watch the changes that, you know, get made. It'll be fun. My dog is keeps barking. She just she I'm going to pause it guys. I swear I'm going to go I'll be right back after I get finished caning my dog. Sorry. I I I just got done uh killing my dog. No more dog park for me. No, I'm kidding. She's a sweet, she's a sweet baby. Speaking of killing uh, pets, did you guys see that video of all the cats uh, in the laundry bags and shame? I mean, we're just so, we're overexposed to dehumanizing um, and just, I mean, decentralizing shit every day. And still, people are acting like this slap at the Oscars is like World War Three. Like, I know so many people who don't give a shit about Ukraine, and they're still every day tweeting about um, Jada's disease and how she should, black women's hair should be protected, which I agree with, except for not really, if you, if you look at the people. I mean, no, I, I agree, black women's hair has always been an issue, you know, um, it's always, I mean, especially just black people's hair in general, but especially black women, um, it's always been a big issue and Chris Rock did that uh documentary hair or I think good hair about it so I mean he's familiar with the the subject matter here's my thing about it and I don't this isn't anything to do with like you know the the subject material of the joke because it is a joke it's coming from one of the best joke tellers of all time it's a joke that he didn't even write by the way um and it's a joke about one of the most powerful like 
like most influential people in the room. I mean, you guys are worth what? Like almost a billion dollars combined. And you're going to get mad. Alopecia is not a disease. It's a condition. And, you know, JD, you still got some hair, dude. Not to not to hate on it, but it's just like I don't like Jada Pickett Smith. I've talked about this on the show. She is a, a like a man, manipulator and abuse. She's maniacal. Will Smith is also out of his fucking mind. Will Smith, out of you're insane. And, and like this isn't like this. I'm not judging him being insane based on you know uh, the justice slap alone. But I'm saying like insanity is a thing. Where, you know, you're like, there's a definition of it where you do something repeatedly and expect to get different results. But this is one where it's like, I guess they can just do whatever they want and they're expecting to get the same results. Um, And I guess he was expecting to, you know, just get up there and slap him and it'll be a big moment. Ooh, he laughed at the joke. Like, he laughed at the fucking joke. And then Jada said, you better, like, just gave him the eyes. It's a fucking joke, dude. Come on. And I get it. You know, you can have hurt feelings, but, you know, a slap's never necessary. And if you come up to me on stage, I'll, I, I don't know. I'll just be, I'll start screaming at you. So I guess you could probably slap me on stage. But, you know, I'm just, I'm beyond, uh, beyond the whole thing of, like, people being like, he defended uh, his wife. No, she sucks. And she obviously has worked him up to a point where he has to go up there and do that to feel like a man. This woman has cucked him. And I don't even want to talk about all the blind items of, uh, you know, Will being forced into situations with, you know, other people and stuff and his proclivities because that's none of my business. But they are part of Scientology where that shit is used to blackmail people. And so these guys have not only been, you know, certifiably altered mentally and just perceptively how they view the world by the money and power that they've amassed, but also they're, they're fucking in, I mean, they're in Scientology. What are we doing? What are we doing? They're in Scientology. Uh, Will Smith slaps a guy and then 10 minutes later, everyone in the room is standing up cheering for him because he's playing, you know. Uh, the dad of two of the greatest athletes of all time, and he's like the just the dad of them. He's like not even that good of a. He's just an overbearing tiger father who actually abandoned an entire other family. And everyone's like, "This is the best that we can do. Let's get Amy Schumer and Wanda Sykes back up here." You can hear my dog crying in the background. She's upset about the state of Hollywood, and so am I. So, yes, to recap, don't go out of your way to make fun of black women's hair. That's mean, and it's punching down because that's fucking obviously been a system of oppression forever. Don't do that unless you are one of the best joke tellers in the world and you have done a documentary about the harm that these kind of jokes make. Then I guess maybe you could still kind of just make them. I don't know. (laughs) it's it's weird it's weird everyone's focusing on these fucking maniacs and i'm not saying chris rock's a maniac uh stand-up comedians are like you know they're still real chris rock has one of my favorite jokes um and it's about he's fucking addicted to porn and he's talking about that shit on on netflix and he had the funny he was like i'm addicted to porn i was 15 minutes late everywhere (laughs) it's hilarious 
you know, and so he's obviously going to talk about how this shit affected him and stuff, and that'll be real fun. Will Smith just made him a bunch of money, and today they slapped like a 10-year Oscar ban on him. Oh, no. You don't get to go to the Oscars anymore. No one's going to give a fuck about the Oscars now that you're not there. So, Will, you've saved the Oscars one time, and now no one's going to go, like, give a shit about it even more. This is like the lighthearted bad stuff that we can, you know, the Hollywood drama... The, you know, not the, the cats in bag, not the people starving in their apartments, um, not the, you know, the brutal war going on. What about Hunter Biden's laptop? That's, that came out. Tim Dillon made a really good point. Who has 80,000 pictures of anything? Um, if I was smoking crack, the first thing I, like, I would not... I would, it wouldn't come, it wouldn't come to me immediately to be like, oh, I'm smoking this crack. Let me just take a bunch of pictures. My dad's the vice president. Like, you know, like my mom's a realtor and I don't, I just don't, I still don't want people to, to know that I'm her son on, on account of them maybe hearing this podcast. If my dad was the vice president, which by the way, would be a miracle considering that he's dead. But if he was, it would be like, I would be like, okay, how about every time I smoke crack from now, I'm just going to not, you know, do the selfie. I'm not going to put like a little cute bunny filter on my face uh, while I'm smoking glass. That would be like that might be priority number one. Priority number two is to not, you know, uh, take a bunch of pictures with a uh, bunch of sex workers and then just put them on your laptop. Did he take them with the laptop or was it like a... You have to now pay for more gigabytes. And I'm like, dude, I bought this phone with more space than a fucking PlayStation. I can't have 30 pictures and like three podcasts. And they say no. And I say, okay, I guess I'm going to have to delete all the pictures of me smoking crack with a bunch of prostitutes in Ukraine. This is all, again, alleged and not proven at all. But I mean, it's like. Kind of the media is coming out saying that like most of you know the media was like kind of discounting the story and maybe there's some truer parts to it than it you know it could be. I still don't believe any of this shit. Like I don't think Joe Biden had that much power as vice president to like move money around to make his son a fifty thousand bucks a month. Maybe he did, but I mean that'd definitely be worse than you know just. Some people like to relax different ways, you know. Something like people um, maybe you read some, a, a bit of a book and half a glass of wine before bed, or you're in like a frisbee league with your friends or something. You know, some people just like to go to the Ukraine and sit on an energy board, um, you know, and smoke crack and then fuck their dead brother's wife. Odd situation. Weird times. Weird times that we're in. Weird. I'll tell you that. Odd. Odd to be sure. No, for like, really, this is ever. This is a toughie. Life is because obviously nobody wants. I mean, and there are definitely some people, but nobody wants fucking Trump back. That guy is a lunatic. Um, and you know that's been a pretty consistent belief of mine for, I guess, ever. I mean, even before he was running for president, who was like, this guy's great. Number one, t- like TV show in America for a while, I guess. But like, who who was like this guy's 
this guy should be president. I don't think, yeah, I think I'm getting pretty redundant. I think everyone's had this conversation um, or at least said those words that just came out of my mouth about 30 times. But it's like nobody wants that again. And so Biden's going to die. So it's, what is it, Kamala now versus who? Like Madison Cawthorn, the guy who drives girls around, um, you know, in his wheelchair and he tries to, like, assault them. The guy who I don't even – as I take uh, – struggling breath gasping for air um so much background noise it's so quiet when you're alone but i feel like there's just been so much shit coming down all at once i wonder does this uh, experience relate or, or yeah, does it relate to other generations? Do they understand what this is? Because from what I'm hearing and seeing the actions that I perceive from these older groups in any attempts to staunch the blood flow of this once fat, full belly pig of a nation, uh, have gone awry and they've not worked and they've been outdated and behind the ball. And it seems almost intentional at this point that, you know, actors on both sides of the aisle are not getting anything done on purpose. They're just trying to fucking maintain position, get reelected, get some more donors. It's weird. And it feels very weird growing up in an America where it's like, we're the greatest country, right? Like, we're the best. Like, we all knew that. Like, we're the best. Like, everyone else, we know everyone else thinks they're the best. Like, come on, guys. Like, we're America. Michael Jordan, LeBron, like, we're the best. And now you see all this hubris has bred incompetence at the highest levels of political infrastructure. And it's it's scary. You know, if you're my age or a little bit older, your kid is not going to live to 40. <laughs> I mean, what? Come on. There can't be a bigger joke. I love how I came back and I was like, this is, we're going to be all positive vibes and stuff and happiness. And we are. But I think this most central theme of the show is how dark everything really is. And there is comedy in how absurd the situation that the world is, uh, the, the world is in right now. It's fucking insane. I don't know if anyone's listening to this. I know, well, I, I will if I check the numbers. Um... But, you know, uh, no one's listening to it right now. So, I don't know. I am just rambling, but I think, I feel like there's some nuggets in there. Anyways, guys, this was actually really fun. I like doing the solo apps because they're just, like, light and fun, and I just get to ramble on, not make much sense. But, like, I, I still hope it's funny. I'm going to maybe listen back, and hopefully it'll be a funny episode. But if it's not, then fuck it. It's 51. That's what it is. Thank you for listening, guys. Um, at InBetweenGods on Instagram, at Andy Liston on Instagram and Twitter. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate it five stars. Follow the show. Subscribe to the show if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Next episode, we are starting YouTube video. I'm announcing it now for the maybe the fifth time ever. But we're doing it next episode. Get prepared. We're going to start doing clips. 
It's going to be funny. We're going to blow up and make a billion dollars, and then we're going to buy 90% of Twitter. Thank you. Goodbye.